Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, What If We Were the Last One? Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come today so thankful. You're such a wonderful God, so merciful, Father. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on that cross at Calvary for us. And we choose to live a life that glorifies him. And we come today ready for what you have. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about what if we were the last one? If all of the Christians were gone on to heaven and you or I was the last Christian on earth, would we have enough passion for Jesus to start a revival in the earth? Or would Christianity be over? I know it's a very hypothetical question, but it is interesting to ponder. If you or I were the last Christian, would we have enough hunger for God to draw people to Jesus? Or would we just blend into the ways of the God of this world? Well, let's start today in Psalm 63, verses 1 through 5 in the Amplified Bible. The thirsting soul satisfied in God, a psalm of David when he was in the wilderness of Judah. Verse 1, O God, you are my God. With deepest longing I will seek you. My soul, my life, my very self thirsts for you. My flesh longs and sighs for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Folks, if we were the last Christian left, that would be a dry and weary land, wouldn't it? David was in a dry and weary land, but he still kept a deep longing to seek the Lord. Two, so I have gazed upon you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. My friends, would we go to the sanctuary and still praise the Lord? There is power in a true Christian church that many people miss out on today. Three, because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Folks, do we still praise the Lord for his loving kindness? Four, so will I bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My friends, this should be our heart, whether we were the only Christian left or with millions of us on the earth, to bless the Lord as long as we live and lift up our hands in his name. Five, my soul, my life, my very self is satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth offers praises to you with joyful lips. Folks, do we still have joy and offer praises to our Lord? First Peter 2, 2 in the Amplified. Like newborn babies, you should long for the pure milk of the word, so that by it you may be nurtured and grow in respect to salvation, its ultimate fulfillment. My friends, if we were the last Christian left, would we long for the pure milk of the word of God so that we would be nurtured and continue to grow and keep our salvation? Philippians 3 verses 7 through 12 in the Amplified. But whatever former things were gains to me as I thought then, these things once regarded as advancements in merit, 
I have come to consider as loss, absolutely worthless for the sake of Christ and the purpose which he has given my life. Folks, do we all have some worldly accomplishments that really don't mean too much compared to the things of God? I'm sure we all do. This scripture is really blunt. It says they are absolutely worthless compared to God's purpose in our lives. 8. But more than that, I count everything as lost compared to the priceless privilege and supreme advantage of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, and of growing more deeply and thoroughly acquainted with Him, a joy unequaled. For His sake I have lost everything, and I consider it all garbage, so that I may gain Christ. My friends, if we were the last Christian on earth, would we consider it a priceless privilege to know Jesus as our Lord and grow more deeply and get more thoroughly acquainted with Him with a joy unequaled? 9. And may be found in Him believing and relying on Him, not having any righteousness of our own derived from my obedience to the law and its rituals, but possessing that genuine righteousness which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith. Folks, our obedience to rituals will not provide any benefit in being hungry for God. 10. And this, that I may know Him, becoming more thoroughly acquainted with Him, understand the remarkable wonders of His person more completely, and in that same way, experience the power of his resurrection which overflows and is active in believers and that I may share the fellowship of his sufferings by being continually conformed inwardly into his likeness, even to his death, dying as he did. My friends, would we become more thoroughly acquainted with Jesus and his wonder? And would we be continually conformed inwardly into his likeness, even to his death? That is a straightforward question, isn't it? In some countries, people have already had to make that decision. Confess Jesus and die, or deny him and live. The first option yields an eternity in heaven. 11. So that I may attain to the resurrection that will raise me from the dead. 12. Not that I have already obtained it, this goal of being Christ-like, or have already been made perfect, but I actively press on so that I may take hold of that perfection for which Christ Jesus took hold of me and made me his own. Folks, if you or I were the last Christian on the earth, would we actively press on with Jesus, no matter what the challenges that we experienced? Psalm 81.9 in the Amplified Bible. Let there be no strange God among you, nor shall you worship any foreign God. My friends, God warned us throughout the Bible of strange, false gods outside of the Father who sent His only Son, Jesus. Although millions upon millions of people in the earth worship false gods, the Scriptures warn us not to do that. Ultimately, we worship the one true God the Father who sent Jesus, or one of the false gods that ultimately are all designed and promoted by Satan. Then we will all live our eternities with our God. 
whether it be the one true God in heaven or the master of deception, Satan, in hell for eternity. Revelation chapter 3 in the Amplified, verse 10, Because you have kept the word of my endurance, my command to persevere, I will keep you safe from the hour of trial, that hour which is about to come on the whole inhabited world, to test those who live on the earth. Levin, I am coming quickly. Hold tight what you have so that no one will take your crown by leading you to renounce the faith. Folks, in these end times, we need to hold on tight to what we have in Jesus so that no one will lead us to renounce our faith in Jesus. 12. He who overcomes the world through believing that Jesus is the Son of God, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. He will most certainly never be put out of it, and I will write on him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which descends out of the heaven from my God and my own new name. My friends, the only ones that overcome the world are those that believe that Jesus is the Son of God. 15. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold, invigorating, refreshing, nor hot, healing, or therapeutic. I wish that you were cold or hot. 16. So because you are lukewarm, spiritually useless, and neither hot nor cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth, rejecting you with disgust. Folks, we want to be passionate about the Lord until we take our very last breath, praise God. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you help us. We choose to live on fire for you to the very last day. Thank you for helping us. Thank you that you work with us and confirm your word through signs following. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.